1: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN
3: Plus begins Saturday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group, We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
2: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be
0: adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. The Offside Rule Euro Show with Kate Borsay, Lindsay Hooper and Hayley McQueen brought to you by HTC.
1: Official smartphone of the UEFA Champions
0: League and UEFA Europa League.
4: Hello and welcome to the first ever The Offside Rule Euro Show brought to you by HTC and it's pretty much proceedings as usual. If you are a regular listener to The Offside Rule, we get it podcast apart from with a European twist, a European angle. Same motley crew, Lindsay Hooper joined by Hayley McQueen
1: and Kate Borsay. Hello, girls. Hello. I think we should start this off. It's Kate. Hello. Uh, By saying hello in a European language each. So I'm going to say guten tag. This is Hayley. Uh, Bonjour.
4: (laughs) Ciao. Uh, There you go. Uh, We'll try and work on that. I'm not very good at languages, although maybe I should improve over the course of these shows. Uh, We're going to have two topics to discuss. So coming up later, um, I want you to think about strikers in the Champions League and Europa League. In fact, girls, you both know already I've assigned you a task. I've got a slightly different one, but we're going to talk about strikers in those tournaments this season also to tie in with a brilliant competition that we're running in association with HTC a pair of tickets to go to see Man City versus Roma their first home game of the Champions League which is on Tuesday the 30th of September details on how you can win a pair of tickets coming up later Uh, we also have deflected from our usual podcast European experts we've got two on this podcast
1: it's very fancy indeed. They get a couple of minutes each to tell us how the Champions League side's playing the UK opposition, how they're being received in their home country, so news from the ground in Europe. Uh, you should hopefully learn a thing or two along with this.
4: Um, for myself and Kate, uh, in terms of the European opposition, we're going to be learning a few things as we go along. Um, Haley, a bit more of an expert because you're actually fronting all of the Champions League for Sky this season.
0: Yes, Sky Sports, Tuesday night I will be in the studio. Jeff Stelling will of course be holding fort with the gents in the Main studio, and I'll be taking charge of the other games on another the channel behind the red button. Lovely stuff. We're very proud. English opposition then in the Champions League and Europa
4: League this week sees Liverpool face Ludogorets at Anfield. Man City travel to the Allianz to take on Bayern Munich. That's going to be a clash of the titans. Arsenal are at Dortmund. Chelsea welcome Schalke to Stamford Bridge. And in the Europa League, I think Everton have got the toughest group mm. here. Everton are at home to Wolfsburg. Celtic go to Red Bull Salzburg, and Spurs are at Partizan Belgrade. Well, given that much is already known about Bayern Munich, uh, Man City's opposition, and Susie Schaaf, by the way, will be talking about that in her Bundesliga roundup. we're also going to focus on other English opposition. I would like you both to tell us something we don't already know or might not already know about the following. Um, As is tradition in any offside rule uh, broadcast, we're going to go to Hayley McQueen first. I've asked
0: you to look at Schalke. Mm, I'm looking at Schalke. Kate will be talking us through Wolfsburg, and you, Lindsay, have got Ludgeret's but Schalke is a team that Chelsea already know pretty well. Their nickname is the Royal Blues. They'll be playing the Blues and might have the Blues, which they did last season. They lost 3-0 in both home and away games in the group stages just last season. The team's actually also met a few seasons before, 07-08, also in the group stage. Chelsea, 2-0 victors in London. Didier Drogba scoring this second, so he knows a bit about this side as well. It finished up 0-0 in Germany, but because this game is at home, we will stick with those first stats and Chelsea fans will be optimistic uh, about that. they're in terrible form at the moment. They suffered three defeats and a draw in the first four games of the season. They've made history. Not <laughs> going to be proud of this. First time in 46 years that they failed to win any of the first four competitive games Ooh. of a new season. They have, however, scored... In all of those games. So they can score, they just can't win. It all started with the curtain raiser. I think they're jinxed. They lost in the German Cup to a third tier side. A bit like the Community Shield, they had the German Cup. 2002, they damaged the Cup. Since then, they have oh never God. won it. Oh. Possibly bad luck. Schalke's manager at the time, Rudy Oseda, dropped the cup from a wagon on which they were standing and it got squashed. That's right. It was completely crooked and a new one had to be manufactured they won it in 3772 2001 and successfully defended it in 2002 but crashed out this season to that third tier side they have a famous fan they have an honorary member of the club in 1987 after celebrating mass in their old stadium the park stadion pope john paul ii became an honorary Member.
4: Wow. Uh, I don't think celebrity fans come much bigger than the Pope, do they? Uh, And from what you just mentioned there as well, I have to say, any team entering the Champions League or the Europa League for that matter, but even more so with the UEFA Champions League, is can you imagine the one trophy lift in your life when you don't want to drop the trophy,
1: isn't it? The one when you go in um, at the end of the season. Kate, you've got Wolfsburg. Poor Everton have got a terrible group, haven't they? They really, really have. Um, We'll move on to that a little bit later on. Let's talk about Wolfsburg first of all, or Wolfsburg if you're German. Where does that come from, the old Wolfs or Wolfs? Well, they actually originate from the Volkswagen factory. This was a this was a factory team put together by the car manufacturer Volkswagen, and uh, therefore Wolfsburg was born. So from Wolfs to Wolfs, <laughs> manager Dieter Hecking. Well, he's the right man to turn to if things go amiss. If people start misbehaving in these Europa League fixtures, he's taken a police training course, girls, so he'll be sorting them out. One of their big signings this summer the lost superstar, and I'm going to put superstar in inverted commas because it was Nicholas Bentner. He signed a three-year contract for Wolfsburg. This is a player if I'm to get you to cast your mind back, who said that he'd end up playing for Real Madrid and Barcelona at one time. In fact, this is a player who in 2009 said that in three years he was going to be as good as Zlatan Ibrahimović. (laughs) So three years from 2009 is 2012. What was Nicolas Bentner up to in 2012? Well, he was playing for Juventus, fair play, but he didn't manage to score a single goal throughout his whole season on loan at Juventus. Definitely not at Zlatan level the club won the Scudetto it was nothing to do with Nicholas Bentner Bentner's now at Wolfsburg how's he done so far? zero goals okay he's only played in a couple of matches he's still settling in but look out for Nicholas Bentner he's back in the Europa League or maybe don't look out for him in fact just <laughs> glance right over him <laughs> yeah exactly Lindsay um, I've got
4: Luda Gretz, as you say, Liverpool's opposition this week. They're a Bulgarian football club based in Razgrad, and they're debutants in the Champions League and they're only the second Bulgarian side to make the group stages. If you were wondering, or you've got a pub quiz this week, the other being Levski, Sofia in 2006. Uh, they're drawn in Group B. Uh, that also contains Real Madrid, the current champions, and Swiss champions, Basel. I think they've got a tough one. Um, a couple of things that you might not know about these as opposition... Um, well, one thing is that the club is nicknamed the Eagles, and they actually got given something this year by one of their Europa League opposing sides. Lazio, very generously, gave them a new club mascot, a live eagle. It's been called Fortuna, and for me, I think it might be the only stadium now, Ludogorets, uh, which doesn't have any pigeons
1: because of that. They're obviously the Crystal Palace of the Bulgarian League, because as we know, before every Palace game, the eagle sets flight. And it's the only one where you know you're not going to have any bird
4: poop for definite from a pigeon on you. <laughs> so that eagle is welcome by me.
0: Unless it's the eagle and you're really going to be covered <laughs> in it, aren't you? Deary me.
4: Uh, the other great story about Ludogorets, and if anyone missed this, it was such a brilliant tale of how they got to the group stages of the Champions League. They won both of their qualifiers against F91 of Luxembourg and Partizan Belgrade. And in the playoff, they defeated Stau Bucharest to reach the group stage for the very first time, but in a very unusual manner. Goalkeeper Vladislav Stoyanov was dismissed for a second yellow card in the last minute of extra time. In the second leg, last minute, uh, Ludogorets had used all of their substitutes at that point. So, in the penalty shootout, up steps centre back Cosmin Motti, and he goes into goal, having converted his first penalty. He then went in goal, made two saves, and put them through six-five on penalties. Ludogorets have now named a new stand after him. Motti. Uh, Not only this, but I think they should really consider him right now because going into the game with Liverpool, there's a real keeper crisis. Because he's suspended um, Stoyanov because of those two yellow cards, their backup goalkeeper has also been ruled out with a shoulder injury. The manager's saying it's a serious injury. He'll probably undergo surgery on Monday. So why not put Motti in? That's what I'm thinking. Hi, I'm Neil Lennon, and you're listening to The Offside Rule. We get it. These girls know what they're talking about. More news to come in just a few moments on how you can win a pair of tickets to see Manchester City versus Roma, the first home game for them of their Champions League campaign. That match happening on Tuesday, the 30th of September. Check your diaries. If you're free, circulate a pair of tickets could be yours. We'll let you know how to win using the hashtag HTC offside a little bit later. Uh, But first, we're going to throw over to our foreign experts. We've got a brand new Bundesliga expert, Susie Scharf. She's going to let us know exactly what's been happening with some stiff opposition, some English opposition for German sides this week. And Rhiannon Jones is going to update us on La Liga with quite a few Champions League debuts there as well.
0: Bundesliga with Susie Scharf.
2: Schalke is in a fair bit of trouble and it's certainly not going to get any easier for them with Chelsea on Wednesday, is it now, ladies? Sporting director Horst Held insists there's no crisis and that they remain calm. Keep calm and beat Chelsea, anyone? Their only positive result this season is a 1-1 draw with Bayern, and now they face Diego Costa in his hat trick. No surprise that calls for Jens Keller's job are ringing around Gelsenkirchen right now. And poor Holger Badstuber, the man can absolutely not catch a break. Now out for two additional months after missing two years of competition. But it's not all doom and gloom for Bayern, as Frank Ribery made his return to the left flank and promptly scored over the weekend. Zabi Alonso has also slotted seamlessly into his new side, and I'm not sure if you can say the same with the switch for Tony Kroos at Real Madrid. Wednesday's mouth-watering clash against Manchester City will feature the debut of new signing Mehdi Benazia and hopefully the return of the flying Dutchman Arjen Robin. Borussia Dortmund welcomed back Shinji Kagawa after his disastrous tenure at Manchester United. And what did he do on his redebut? Scored a goal, that's what. I've got to tell you, Bevao Bay looks surprisingly good considering they're missing Marco Royce, Ilke Gundogan, Jacob Lazakowski, Nuri Sahin, and Mats Hummels. But Jurgen Klopp does get the best out of his seemingly endless supply of young talent, and the match against Arsenal should be an absolute cracker. And finally, a little bit of wag gossip for the ladies. Longtime couple, Bastian Schweinsteiger and Sarah Brandner, after being rumored to split, were seen together at Payeins recently. He might have felt a bit of pressure to reconcile as Allgemeine Zeitung, a Munich newspaper, casually posted the building he lived in in an article about their breakup. Eek!
0: (laughs) La Liga with
1: Rhiannon Jones
3: Hi girls from sunny London this time before I get back on a flight to Madrid just in time for Real Madrid's Champions League opener against FC Basel exactly 115 days after lifting La Décima in Lisbon Carlo Ancelotti's men are looking to become the first ever team to win the Champions League two years running they'll be hoping to extend their run of 18 Champions League games unbeaten at the Bernabeu and get off to a winning start in Europe's top competition and they have UEFA's best player in Europe to help them. Cristiano Ronaldo's back from injury and will no doubt be looking to improve even further on his record-breaking 17-goal haul of last season. After Saturday's derby loss, the talking point in the Spanish capital once again, surprise, surprise, revolves around the goalkeepers. According to the Spanish media, most Madridistas would put summer signing Keylor Navas in goal on Tuesday, a game that would see the Costa Rican get his first taste of Champions League action. However, Carlo Ancelotti has ruled out any debate on Real Madrid's shot stopper. So it looks like Iker Casillas will start in goal once again. Meanwhile, after their derby win, last season's runners-up will begin their Champions League campaign on a high, a tough first game for Atletico Madrid against Olympiakos, but they'll certainly glean plenty of confidence from last season, unbeaten in all six away Champions League games. Now a veteran of European nights from his playing days, Luis Enrique makes his European coaching debut as Barcelona hosts Apuel FC in their opening game at the Camp Nou. They too will be feeling confident ahead of this one as the only Liga side with maximum points, Lionel Messi and Andres Iniesta are back from injury and Neymar scored his first goals of the season at the weekend. Athletic will return to Champions League action for only the second time and start their campaign hosting FC Shakhtar Donetsk at their impressive new home built beside the old San Mames already proving a fortress since opening 12 months ago just like La Catedral. Athletic have lost just one of their last 15 European matches and winning eight. That's it for now, girls. Good luck with the new Euro show. I'm off to catch my flight back to Madrid for another night of Champions League action. Adios. Thank you very much to Rhiannon and
4: Susie. And remember to check out our website, offsiderulepodcast.com. We've got a dedicated European section, some European blogs. Uh, Mina Rizuki has done a Euro blog for us, which I highly recommend you have a read of this week. um, And loads more going on there, including details and terms and conditions of our competition this week. Great prizes, girls, that we're giving away amazing prizes what is it hoops well this week we've got a pair of tickets for manchester city versus roma whether you're a city fan or you just want to go and sample some champions league football hayley mcqueen will tell you how exciting it gets being a man united fan
0: it's really exciting this season <laughs> being heavily involved in this european competition thanks You've got a lot European history history yeah (laughs) it's all history that's the problem
4: (laughs) okay well answer this and you could be going and actually sampling some you might want to do that if you're a United fan this season Then, Uh, which maybe no not for City Uh, which striker in the UEFA Champions League do you think will have most impact and why I'm going to repeat that question because it's one to just deliberate for a second have a think which striker in the UEFA Champions League do you think will have the most impact and why we need you to tweet us using the hashtag hashtag HTC Offside. We're at Offside Rule Pod. that's our Twitter handle. Um, get in touch via there, also via our website you can enter as well and there are full terms and conditions on there aren't there?
1: There certainly are and a closing date as well which I think is about the 25th of September so get entering. Good
4: luck with that um, and we're going to use that as inspiration for our final topic girls to do with strikers in the Champions League. I've assigned you something different each uh, because before a ball has even been kicked, many are predicting aren't they that Real Madrid's Ronaldo will be the top scorer again in the Champions League campaign. Uh, Do you agree with that? Who else do you think might be in contention? Or do you think someone else has a shot at netting the most goals? We're going to look at the Europa League as well. I am going to divide this up. Hayley, because you're covering Champions League, I think we'll make you our Champions League correspondent uh, for
0: our shows. So who do you think will be the top goal scorer in the Champions League and why? Well, I just don't think we can look past Cristiano Ronaldo and this great Real Madrid side who will be reeling off the back of a really terrible defeat at the weekend to Atletico Madrid. I think he'll be hell-bent on making sure he keeps that up and has another season as a leading scorer. But be clever. Stick to strikers from leading Champions League favourites. The Champions League top goal scorer normally comes from a team who successfully progressed to the latter stages, the semis or the finals. In fact, in the last 10 seasons, no Champions League top scorer has scored fewer than eight goals and hasn't reached the semi-finals. They've all got there or to the final. We have big names in there. If Messi can stay fit, great. Lewandowski, Ibrahimovic. I think it's going to be Diego Costa. In Chelsea's group, I can see him scoring goals and then progressing under Mourinho. Schalke, Sporting and Marabar you cannot look past him. He's a wonderfully attacking player. He creates so many chances. Lots of spaces for a striker as well. Very physical. The way he plays, he could have injury problems. Let's hope not. Let's hope it is a British team who goes on to produce a leading scorer. And the same question as well for you, Kate, but with a Europa
1: League angle. I like Everton as a team. They've got a very tough group. I do fancy them and Martinez to go quite far in this competition because I think Martinez fancies this competition. If they can get past this group stage, I think they They could do very, very well. But I'm not going to look at Everton for my top scorer because of their tricky first group. Instead, I'm going to go for a Napoli player. Managed, of course, Napoli by Rafa Benitez, who's already won the competition twice. They didn't get past the round of 16 last season, but then neither did Salzburg. Pretty easy draw against Bratislava, Sparta Prague and Young Boys. Top scorer-wise, I could have looked at Gonzalo Higuain, who did really well last year in the Europa League. But instead, I'm going to save the Argentinian because he could be a bit match-tired, so he might not play every game. And I'm going to go for José Calerón instead, ex-Real Madrid player, now plays for Napoli. Speed and acceleration are his big assets. I can really see him running amok against some of those lesser-experienced defences. He scored already in Napoli's first Serie A game, plays up front or on the right wing, and I think he could do very well. So that's my hint, José Calerón. Keep calm and Calerón. Absolutely. <laughs> Lindsay, well, you've both covered... The, the tournaments. Champions League covered by Haley, admirably.
4: Europa League covered by Kate, admirably. Maybe you want to go and put a little uh little cheeky two pence down on that. See whether she's right, you might get a few quid back. Um, I'm gonna therefore go for strikers that I don't think are gonna score any goals. In fact, I'm going for one striker, and it can be from the Europa League or Champions League. I've gone for Europa League, a striker that I don't think will score, and that player is Anthony Stokes from Celtic that's who I'm going for Um, notice how I'm giving myself all the backlash here girls Um, but he has got a pretty dismal record when it comes to Europe his domestic record much better for Celtic but as soon as it seems to step into um, the wider international stage he slips up really overall he's had 21 appearances in Europe scored just two goals and both of those came in the same game at Parkhead in the Europa Cup in 2011 Uh, in 2013 when Celtic were in the Champions League he failed to hit the target in eight starts he made 12 appearances as well in the Premier League for Sunderland you may recall and failed to score in any of those so I just think that he will play but he won't score any goals and there's a bit of a shuffle there at the moment Uh, manager Ronnie Daler um, has got his own strategy about things and I'm not sure any of the central strikers fit into his plans at the moment it's an interesting one to develop so I'm going Anthony Stokes Celtic won't
0: score. (laughs) The Offside Rule Euro Show is brought to you by HTC. Official smartphone of the UEFA Champions League and UEFA Europa
2: League.
1: So a final mention for our competition here. Pop onto the website. Details are on there. Um, Send us your answer to which player you think is going to have the most impact in the Champions League this season. At Pod is where you need to send it to, or you can enter online with the hashtag HTCOffside. Yeah, make sure you do that. And thank you very
4: much for listening. We will have a review show coming up in a few days' time as well. This has been the Offside Rule Euro Show brought to you by HTC, the official smartphone of the UEFA Champions League and UEFA Europa League.
0: (laughs) Terms and conditions for this week's HTC competition are on our website. Offsite rulepodcast.com Sport Social Podcast Network.
1: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.